I'll build my church. Let's continue. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you can write this down in Isaiah 61. I don't think I'll go there, but in um, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19, Jesus starting his ministry, he says this. Now remember, for 30 years it grew up, he was growing. We find that they, they, we know of his birth, Christmas story, wonderful. We see him when he was about 12 years in the, in the temple. Uh, and then, uh, we, we, now we don't hear so much from the scriptures about him, except that he's been baptized, water baptized by John the Baptist, and then the Holy Spirit comes upon him. And he's led to the wilderness, and then he comes back to his home country, hometown, and he opened the scroll, and he found the place that was written, and he says this in, 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 uh, in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Mark that word, anointed. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So he proclaims that. And remember, we're talking about build my church, but this morning I'll show you where we are focusing. I want to bring to your attention of that word anointed, which is actually a Hebrew word for mashach. Uh, uh, you can get the spellings, but it's M-A-S-H-A-C-H. And it's to anoint, it is to rub with oil. Rub with oil especially in order to consecrate something or someone. To rub with oil, especially to consecrate or set apart something or someone. And we find that in the scriptures, in the old covenant, we found that any person that had been called as a priest, like we see the Aaron and his sons, they had to be anointed with oil to be consecrated for that purpose as a priest. Three kind of people we see that in the old covenant. We see a priest, we see a king. We find that King Saul, King David, for them to become kings, they had to be anointed with oil by a prophet. And the prophets also, they carry the Holy Spirit upon their lives. They are the Holy Spirit upon their lives. Those are through three people that we found for them to be anointed uh, is, and to be installed in their offices by anointing. So then, but also we find in, in, uh, in Exodus, you can write it down in chapter 40, 9 to 14, we saw that the tabernacle, after Moses had erected the tabernacle, according to what God had told him, then he also, it had to be anointed, as well as the altar, the, the lava, and the high priest's sons. He had that to be anointed, consecrated, separated for God. That's what it was. It, 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 that was what was happening. But then Jesus is speaking what prophet Isaiah had prophesied in Isaiah 61. And he's saying, I am anointed. Anointed. Now that word, anointed, it means, actually when he say that, is I am the Messiah. Now remember, every Jew, they knew there was a time that the Messiah was coming. Messiah, the anointed one. 
So he's saying, the one that you are seeing is the anointed one, is the one that has been promised, and I am the one. And you remember they started saying, is this not the son of Joseph? We know him. How can he be anointed? You know, sometimes uh, relatives, especially they know you so much, you know, they just don't think anything much. Even if you are a prophet of God, they don't think like as much that they think like, no, but this is my brother, how can he be uh, a prophet? No, Moses had brothers too. You understand that? Deborah had also sisters, you know? Uh, and and one, one is not like uh, falls from heaven to be uh, called into an office. So actually, Messiah, he's saying, I am the anointed one. And Jesus, remember, had, he was the promised one. His title became Jesus, the Messiah, which you know him as Jesus Christ. So it's, it's translated in Greek, it's called as Christos. That's where we get uh, Jesus Christ. But actually, it's not Jesus. Christ is not the second name. Is Yeshua Mashiach, the anointed one. Hamashiach. In fact, that's the, the right way to say, the anointed one. So he's saying, I am the anointed one. And have you read in the scriptures that there are other Jesus in this time? Remember, there are people called Jesus. So they had to be specific. This is not just Jesus. This is Jesus, the anointed one. Do you remember also the other Johns? John, but he has to be John the Baptist. Jesus, the anointed one. The anointed one. So then, and remember, in the scriptures, we are called the body of Christ. Christos, the anointed one. The body of the anointed one. We are members of the body of the anointed one. So we are. Therefore, today, I'm speaking about the anointing factor. The anointing factor. Let me give you Davis Kimori's definition of the word anointing. Davis Kimori. You know, Miriam Webster was a man, okay? A human being. Is that so? So some of our languages came from a human being. Is that so? <laughs> some so there's Davis Kimori's definition of the word anointing. Is the anointing, the anointing is the Holy Spirit coming upon you to make it easier for you to accomplish what you are not able to do on your own. Is the Holy Spirit coming upon you to make it easier for you to accomplish what you are not able to do on your own. Remember also the emblems of uh, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, was oil. Oil. Have you ever... Have you ever Carried, you know, like a wheelbarrow, use a wheelbarrow, and you keep pushing, and it's shee, 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 because of much friction, it's so dry until you, you lubricate it with oil, and what happens? It becomes better. It becomes easier to push it. The Holy Spirit came upon, comes upon you and me so that it may, the anointing coming upon us is that we may accomplish what we are not able to do on our own. It is an empowerment. To enable you to accomplish God's will for your life. It is an, an empowerment to, to, to enable you to accomplish God's will for your life. I, I, like calling it, I like calling it, referring it to, it's God's signature on what you're doing. It's God's signature on what you're doing. 
It's God's signature on what you're doing. That's what the anointing is. It is God working with you and through you. It is God working with you and through you. That's the anointing. In making things easy. So if we start thinking about that Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and, and recover of sight to the blind and set at liberty those who are oppressed. That is the solution for mankind. The anointing is a solution for mankind. And then that, remember again, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, it says, now you are the body of, come on, what? Don't say Christos, the body of the anointed one. Every time you see that, you need to be thinking, I am the, the body of the anointed, we are, now you are the body of the anointed one and members individually. So you are members of the body of the anointed one expected for the anointing to work upon your life. That's the whole purpose. To make it easier for you to accomplish the will of God on, it, on this earth. To have an empowerment. That's the end of all struggles. The anointing. It brings it, you, you cease from struggles, from toiling, from a cycle of failure into the glory. You know, you and I are not supposed to be struggling with sin. Huh? Huh, huh, huh. Huh, huh. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to struggle through life. That's why they are believers, they have side hustles. They hustle. Supposedly, they are supposed to be believers, but they say, this is my side hustle. They're hustling. Hustling is not the word of the kingdom of God. It is Toiling and toiling is under the curse. It's not the word of the kingdom of God. So you can't have it in your mouth. It's for the downtrodden, the struggling. Can I say it's better? The anointing less. Anointed less. They don't have anything. So they toil, they struggle. It's one thing after another of failure. Hey, he came that you may have life and have it more abundantly, profusely, over and above, surplus. The body of Christ, the body of the anointed one. And in, in, uh, in uh, Ephesians also it talks about the same thing. Uh, and he himself gave some to apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some Davis Kimori and teachers. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of the anointed one. We are members 
of that body, of the anointed one. Don't forget that. It's, it's God's signature on what you are doing. It's God working with you and through you. So this day, say this day. Not another day, this day. That anointing is going to come upon you strongly. To, for you to accomplish things that you've not been able to accomplish. I remember, is Yvonne Mtedia here? I remember uh, recently, I think in December, Yvonne graduated from, from the university. She has a wonderful testimony. I should read it in one of these days. And I really encourage you to bring in testimonies. Because sometimes you just hear people telling us individually, but write them down. All right? You don't have to, 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 to think of how you're going to give it. I just write it down and let me comfort you. Because this is another problem many times. I think like, whoa, I might be called to go forward and give a testimony before the church. No, we won't do that. But if need be, we will. But just write it down then. If you are not bold enough to speak in public, just write it. Then we'll give that testimony, okay? All right? Anyone who has had a testimony of late, I won't call you, and I promise, my word is my, word is my bond. Anyone that has had a testimony of late happened these services and you thought, like, I need to share this. Anyone? Just lift up your hands. I'll see. None of you. Yeah, thank you, Leah. I see your hand over there. It's only one. I see another one over here, Lucy. So recently we've had some testimonies. You need, please write them down share with people. All right? And I saw today uh, lungs. I saw like uh, they were black looking kind of lungs. And that's when I said there's someone who's being healed from that lung condition. And you're being healed from that. Want, do whatever it takes. Go to the doctor and tell, come and tell us. Tell us. People, Jesus is alive. I'm, I'm not going ever to be just shouting on Sunday and then live a defeated life and to say God is healing people and he's not healing. He's in the business of healing people today and he's never, ever, 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 ever changed. Same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So anyway, if I'm telling you, came and she came over here taking a photo with that gown. She's, she, she did a, she's an architect. I think that was what, five years or seven years? Five, yeah? Five years, okay. Then uh, I laid, that was in December, I think. Yeah, it was in December. Six years, yeah, six years. Anyway, I laid my hands on her and I sensed the anointing. And these are some of the things that came out from my mouth. I didn't plan it. Nothing complete. He said, for now, you have acquired the skill. All the knowledge that you have gathered. But from this day henceforth, the anointing is coming upon you to show you how to operate in that skill. Now that is to make it easy. And unfortunately... Many people in the body of Christ, they don't involve their pastors. A pastor is an afterthought. Pastor, just to let you know, I, find I started two years ago. Oh, that's none of my business. Don't tell me. 
or leaders in their local church. Why? For that anointing, you tap into that anointing to operate upon your life. Enabling you to make it easy for you. That's what we are called as fivefold men, to equip you, to teach you the word of God. But listen to this. To release the anointing because I'm not called into this office without the anointing. The farthest thought ever I could have imagined even in a thousand years probably was to become a pastor. In fact, I was, you know, I tried several things in a few years uh, I was trying because I was just 23. And one of it, actually, I was getting myself ready to, to, you know, to try to be a DJ. I'm serious. And I had DJ something, and I won't tell you what DJ that, 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 that DJ was. Behind the two turntables. <laughs> then we had turntables. <laughs> but seriously, that was 1996. Thank God, thank God. He came right on time and saved me when I was about to be thrown into the fire and, and die. You know, and, in Psalm 92, so that the anointing comes in to make it easier for you. And in every house, people are operating and are being called by God. There is anointing for the house. There's the anointing for the house. But you, Lord, Psalm 92, listen to verse 8 and 10. But you, Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies will perish. And who do evil will be scattered. But listen to this in the Amplified Version. But my horn, of my horn, my emblem, the emblem of strength and power, that horn is the emblem of what? Strength and power. So, you know, you know of an ox, that horn is power. I mean, you've seen ox, uh, oxen when they have those horns. I mean, they can do damage to others. My horn, my emblem of strength and power, you have exalted like that of a wild ox. Strength and power. And he says this, I'm anointed with fresh oil. I'm anointed with fresh oil. Can you say it, please? I'm anointed with fresh oil. Let's say it. I'm anointed with fresh oil for your service. The anointing is for service. The anointing is for service. You can have the skill, but if you are not here of the anointing to serve, you will not go far. Come on, people. Are we born again? We're the church of the anointed one. All right, let me ask you something. Are there lawyers in the world? Oh yeah? Are they? Who are even smarter in the natural than you? Are there musicians in the world? Are there accountants in the world? Are there mothers in the world? The distinction between the world and the church, the anointed body of Christ, body of the anointed one, is the anointing. Is the anointing. Is anointing. Why? The world is under the curse. The anointing upon a believer 
is to make it ease for them. To accomplish, let me tell you something, that which could have taken 10 years, by the mercy and the grace of God, can accomplish it even for six months. The anointing is available even to redeem time. People, if you are born again to be just like the world and toy like the world and hustle like the world, and that's the purpose. Then one day go to heaven defeated, eaten up, ravaged by sickness. No, never. Never, never. Not God. Not the God of our Father Jesus, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. No. No. So I came to tell you your struggles are over. That's what I came to tell you today. I don't care how long it's going to finish, this message will finish somehow. Because we are sending you out different. Not the way you came. If it's just attending church people, then why do you attend? We are sending you out different. We are sending you out anointed. And things that you have struggled with, gone. Now I'm telling you, he was here to hear, let him hear. You may have the skill. Remember having said that the anointing is to serve. The anointing. I'm anointed with fresh oil for service. Keep that anointing fresh. There are several things that probably, I don't know if I'll continue next week or, 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 or what. But to keep the anointing fresh, maybe we'll talk about that. But then, you can have, I'll, I'll say it again, you can have the skill, but if you're not aware of the anointing to serve, then you will not go far. The anointing is a limit breaker. Limit remover. The limitations are removed through the anointing. God grants you uh, 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 of a, a quick understanding. You're able to catch things fast. That's why every child, everyone in college, walking in the anointing, there is no way they can have an E. Never. Unless they're doing religion. But not the anointing. Not in the anointing. Daniel was ten times better than all the guys who are around. And they were wise people. We are called into wisdom. We are called into, into excelling people, not into struggles. Listen to this. The focus should be to serve. A servant's heart or life is an anointed life. It's the, the anointing. Listen to this. Like in the old covenant, it will come upon the king. For what? For service. It will come upon the priest. For what? For service. It will come upon the prophets. For what? For service. The anointing is for service. Look, look at Acts chapter 13 verse 36. Acts 13 36 says this. For David, after he had what? Served his own generation. After he had served his own generation. By what? By the will of God. 
not on our own terms. Listen to these people. There are so many good works, quote-unquote good works, are happening around. Can I tell you God's signature in, those, in anything? He leads you, he anoints you, he equips you, he provides for you. That is, you have a reward here and you have it in eternity. So what is the difference between what we do from what the world does is the anointing. Good works don't bring favor, don't bring you and I favor. But first, our right standing with him, we've received his righteousness. And then out of our righteousness, his righteousness in us, out of the new nature, out of what he has done, then we go out and do. Because every believer ought to know that they are called for good works in their generation. Oh, let me, let me, let me validate that, so to speak, from um, the scriptures, Ephesians 2.10. <clears throat> the Amplified Classic Version. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, Recreated, that is our salvation. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. That our nature has been changed, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that you should be able to walk in them, living a hustle life. No, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. And I'm telling you, the anointing factor comes right there for us to be able to live that good life. So I've shown you the scripture for that. So David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw corruption. The anointing is for serving your generation by the power of of God. Serving your generation by the power of God. I'm going quickly, I want us to read, uh, today is a Holy Communion service, but I want us to look at some, uh, see, in First Samuel, some scriptures in chapter 10 uh, of what to expect as you leave this service today. I'll, I'll preface by saying this is the time. This is the first king of Israel called Saul. That prophet that the children of Israel, they say they wanted a king like other nations. And God told Samuel, go ahead and do that for them. So, you know, it's a story by itself. Wonderful story to read. But then it came to a place then. Uh, Saul, he was a son, from, a son of Kish, Benjamite came from a wealthy family. And then their donkeys had gotten lost. Maybe if it was our time, if think like our, maybe what, Range Rover, somehow. They needed to be brought back, okay? Range Rover, maybe just good Range Rover, okay? <laughs> needed to be looked for. Somehow the driver veered off. But no, they were donkeys. They had veered off. And then uh, the father told uh, 
Saul, I want you and the servant to go and look out for those donkeys. So he went for days. They're not found. But then Samuel, the prophet, had been told by God, I'll bring you, you I'll show you the prophet, for the, the king for Israel. So then they met with, uh, uh, Samuel met with, uh, with Saul, and then now it's a story about when that anointing was poured on him, okay? Okay, so that is a good preface for you to understand. You can go read in your own time. Then Samuel took a flask of oil. Samuel remembers a prophet. And poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you, commander of his inheritance? Anointed you, commander of his inheritance. Let me preface this even saying in, uh, concerning that the, we are members of the body of the anointed one then we have the same anointing of, of Jesus, our Lord. Like what Brother Francis was saying about every chicken has chicken ne- net in it, okay? No, I know that. Chickenness. My wife just could say chickenness. Yes, I know that. It's every, every cow has cowness. <laughs> All right? So if you are a member of the anointed, the body of the anointed, and what happens? There's an anointing available upon you. For you to operate in the same spirit of the head of the church. Same spirit, people. Now look at this then. So he has God now, it's not because the Lord has anointed you, commander of his inheritance. And then he says this, when you have defi- de- de- departed, these are, these are things that you should expect as you live the- today. Okay? Expect this. A fresh, he talks about, remember Psalm 92, of a fresh oil. There's a fresh oil, as you hear this message, coming upon you for something. There are signs that follow that anointing. There are signs that follow that oil. And this is one of it. He said, when you have departed from me today, you'll find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelza, and they will say to you, the donkeys you went to look for have been found, and now your father sees caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, what shall I do about my son? One thing about the anointing coming upon you, you have answers to the questions that you've had, which have made you keep looking without a solution. You'll find a solution for it. I'm not not saying next year. I'm saying this service. That which you have been looking for for a long time and you have not found, you haven't gotten a solution for it, the anointing of God, the anointing of the head of the church is upon you today so that you have the solutions for that thing. Secondly, let's go to verse 3. Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth tree at a ball. Then three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread which you shall receive from their hands. And this is what it means. Supernatural provisions in ways that you have not known before. 
God has commanded that supernatural provision in ways that you have known before. In ways that you have not known before. There are strongholds that have to come down in your thinking. Because the natural thinking resists the supernatural. Say in the name of Jesus, I submit myself to the word. I take authority over every stronghold of the enemy, over every unbelief. I cast you out. I receive the will of God for me now. Now. There's the strongholds of the enemy. There's a man who told uh, the prophet, he was sitting next to the king, and there was so much famine, and he said this, even if God opened the windows of heaven, will this thing be? And the prophet, Elisha, said this, you will see it, but you'll not eat it. And when the provision came, you was trampled over and he died. You never want to be in such a place. You always want to be in a place of believing. There's a man, even the Bible says this, Lord, help my unbelief. Or else coming to church becomes just coming to church with no expectation whatsoever. I will never, ever be that kind of a pastor. Just wake up in the morning and just, you know, seem like, you know, we don't know what you're going to do today. But let's see if we can get some two, three scriptures, keep them together, put them together and do something. That will tell you what God wants you to hear. Thirdly, so the first one what? Answers. Questions you've heard. Secondly, supernatural provision. Thirdly, uh, let's see verse 5. After that you shall come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is, and it will happen when you have come there to the city. Then you'll meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument, a tamarind, a flute, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. This is what will happen. New associations to take you to the next level. New divine associations to take you to your next level. For he who walks with the wise man shall be wise. Proverbs 13, 20. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. And in that same scripture, the new associations, they say they prophesied. And, 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 and Saul was among them. He prophesied, your words will change. You know there are, there are words of hustling again? They are defeated words. Your words will change. That's what prophecy is. It says this, the spirit of the Lord laying hold of your tongue that you may speak words that prophesy over your future. Words, your language, your lingo, <laughs> change. Oh, let me give you an example. No, I'll give you an example. You understand? People who have no substance, they say this. When can, you, when, are you, when can we meet that you may buy me coffee? 
You see, they're always that way. You understand? And the lingo of the ones who have said, when can I buy you lunch? When can I buy you coffee? That's fine. You are quiet, but that's fine. That's the, that's the truth. That's a fact. So then, you are getting a new lingo <laughs> to prophesy over your future. It's the renewing of the mind. It's the anointing transforming you. I remember when that anointing came upon me when I lived in Dandora in a small room. And there are good, there are good places, houses in Dandora. But I was in the worst of the worst. I had one room next to a sink, a concrete sink. You understand? And next to a, one bath, bathroom and one toilet. And the floors were slippery. You know what that means when they turn green. You've never been there, so you don't know. You understand? I've been there and with no bed. But I remember one time when that is, it dawned on me, I'm leaving this place. I have it written down and I knew and I knew when the time came for me to leave, there was no way that was going to hold me. In fact, I used to say this. Can you imagine uh, I had a you know, small room, I had a stove, you know, a kerosene stove? That is, and in a single room, in a kerosene stove, remember this, the perfume of wheat is undeniable. You see that? You don't have a wardrobe for it. So the perfume will always be there wherever you go. You talk big, but the smell of kerosene is on your clothes. <laughs> That's how it happened. I remember saying this, uh, you know, and, and I had two nails at a corner, uh, one nail this side and one nail this side, and I put a, a line, and I hanged my few clothes on it. So then I'll say, you will not shame the man of God, I'm leaving you, and I'm going to a place that I'll get a wardrobe. And I'm leaving you, stove. I'm, I'm tired of this kerosene. And you, I'm leaving you. You cannot contain me. You're too small. I'm leaving. Now I started prophesying over my life. And I've never stopped. By the end of my life, I told Eventina, we will do everything that God has called us to do and there will be no limitation whatsoever. It doesn't matter the cost. I have to pay it. You must be fed up with your condition. Or else you'll find you have the same language. And then another one. What we expect. And he says, verse 7, And let it be when these signs come to you that you do the occasion demands for God is with you. Then he says this, You shall go down before to Gilgal, and surely, verse 8, I'll come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait until come to you and show you what you shall do. And listen to verse 9. And so it was when he turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart. And all these signs came to pass that day. God gave him another heart. In fact, the, the versions, the, the, the Bible, different verses before, it says this, he was turned to another man. A man that will serve God. 
A man that will serve his generation. Now look at this then. The Spirit of God comes to you. Like, think about this in the, in the, as, as new believers. First, our nature had to be changed. Even Jesus, when he was raised from the dead, he said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit, and he breathed into them. Their nature had to be changed. They had to be born again. But that was not it. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, the day of Pentecost, the anointing came upon them, power came upon them, and the Bible says even the, the, the others will say this, this we know, they are uneducated people, but the difference is this, they have been with Jesus because they saw the boldness that was on them. That had been turned to another man. You are able to face things with energy, with power, with assurance that you'll have the victory no matter what is coming against you. Fear vanishes. There must be a fresh commitment in your life to obey God, no matter the price, no matter the cost. That you have two people. Why is that so? This is only, this only is what will guarantee this anointing to work upon your life. Why is that so? God does not bless disobedience. People, that's the reality of it. God doesn't bless disobedience. He told the children of Israel, if you do this, you do this, you do this, obey my commandments, then this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you. God does not anoint disobedience. There are children, all of them in the family, they can be in one family, but not all of them have access of favor of their parents because of their obedience or disobedience. Inheritance is not being given to unruly. Amen. To walk in the anointing, you must endeavor to look through the scriptures about the person of the Holy Spirit. You then must be sensitive to, to him in whatever you do. You know, I, I, found, I, I count myself so blessed and honored. Got to meet with Pastor Swede and Carla. Never introduced myself to them. They, I've ever told you that Pastor Wade came looking for um, sent for, for me to go and meet with him. I didn't look for him. I didn't even ask for an appointment. He, he asked for me to go and meet with him. <laughs> I remember in that appointment in August 2001, after having graduated from the Bible school, and I got in, I had 50 bob in my pocket. Came from Dandora, fresh from Dandora. 50 bob in my pocket. Got into the compound, met with him, talked, and he asked me this, Davis, uh, so what are you planning to do? I said, uh, Pastor, uh, the Lord told me that to submit my ministry under yours and Pastor Carlos, and I've been serving in church as an usher. I served then as an usher. So he, so, and I told, so what, what else has the Lord told you? I told him, the Lord told me that I'm supposed to be a member of the staff here. That's what he told me. And I told him what he told me. And then he looked at me and he said, that's what the Lord spoke to Pastor Calendai. And then, in fact, I, I again, I told him this. I, in fact, the Lord told me that to expect this meeting, and here I am. 
Because I could have traveled to go see my parents. I haven't seen them for about over a year. But he told me to expect this meeting, and that's why I've stayed. I said, oh, he said, no, then, Davis, now you're free to go and see your parents because I want you to believe God for your salary so that by towards the end of, you know, we, we believe God for the right time for you to come into this ministry. I said, that's fine. And then he said, I, I, I had him, you know, he called the accountant. And I said, yeah, Brother John, it's a brother who's called Brother John Mirur. Brother John, would you please uh, step in here? And then anyway, and the instructions were given. And into my pocket was 10,000. 50 from 50 to 10. 10,000. People, in 2001, a hungry graduate of Bible school, having lived with little or little or none, 10,000. You see, the, your placement, your placement, when you're in the right place where God wants you to be, provision is guaranteed. Provision is guaranteed. Every struggle is as a result of being in the wrong place. And sometimes it's as a result of disobedience because the Lord is telling you to go in a certain direction, but you have insisted on your own ways and in your own terms. Who will pay you? Come on, you can't be working for Safaricom and go ask KPLC to pay you. Kenya Pound Lighting. And that's what many children of their, the body of the anointed one do. God, I want you to bless me. I ask you to release finances. Release who do you work for? Who do you work for? You don't serve me. Come on, it's common sense. You work in the house of the Njugunas, and then you start going to, to ask for salary from the house of the Otenos. It doesn't work that way. Get your provision. Whom you serve, you'll eat from. Thank you, Elder Francis, for that encouragement. And thank you, church. Encouraging people. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can't. The children of Israel are told by Elijah at some point, if God be God, serve him. If Baal be Baal, then serve him. Then you have to choose. You have to be one of one mind. That's the one I'll serve. Then anyway, I was given 10,000. Then I walked, I went to the dean of the Bible school and told her, well, you know what, I'm traveling now, being meeting Pastor Wade and on and on and on. Oh, Davis, are you going to see your parents? Yes, 2,000. Enter in with 50, Bob, come out with 12,050. I mean, he go, he go back to Dandora like a small hero. You understand? No, you just came back. Provision is guaranteed. Provision is guaranteed. I mean, I've, we've had to fight. We've had to deal with things. But you know, I'm so grateful. It's been over 20 years. I've seen provision over and over being in this ministry. And Tina and I all know one nothing. 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 I don't even sleep thinking what I'm, what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I just don't. And that was a comp- complete torture. You know, when you don't have something. The anointing of God will, will make sure when you are at the right place, you are placed in your obedience. The anointing comes upon you, and there are things that are difficult to others. It makes it easy for you. For you. Now, 
It's coming upon you. You ready? Rise up on your feet, please, and I'll show you of some things. <clears throat> the people that you've had struggles on after another, some out of disobedience, the people who've struggled even in your businesses, even in your workplaces, you don't know even where rent is going to come from, and on and on and on. Let me tell you something today, what the Lord is going to do upon your life. Through his mercy and through his grace, the anointing is going to come upon you. And you have been disobedient or tithing. When the anointing comes upon you, there will be provision. Take a portion of it and honor God and you'll start, you've, you've just entered into a cycle of blessing upon your life. Tithe belongs to God, people. It's not for you. So these, are, these five things are going to happen. Answers to questions that you've had. You'll find solutions. Supernatural provision that you have not known before. New associations to take you to the next level. Your words changing. You start realizing. You start speaking some things concerning your life. And you are being turned to a new person. And that which has been a struggle... You know, we, we work in offices and there are every kind of unclean practices and all that. If God has called you to that place, the anointing of God will be upon you strongly. And this is what will happen. It will make the whole difference. And as Brother Francis said, you know, in teaching, I said, get another believer who have the same anointing. And things are changing. Things are changing. Things are changed. The people who have said their mind, is the, this is the way I'm going to go no matter who says. God says this, you humble yourself and this is what is going to happen. It will turn around. Your provision is in your obedience. Your provision is in the instruction that you are going to hear. Just lift up your hands and I want to lead you into, into repentance. Some of you just start saying, God, forgive me. I just have to, I, I leave you to speak to your father. It's your father. Before I lead you into your prayer, into repentance. You know areas that you have disobeyed him. I want you to go ahead and speak to him, please. Just open your mouth and speak to him. Thank you, Lord. The struggle you've had concerning your provision. The struggle you've had concerning even the, this, this cycle of defeat. And I'm telling you, the addictions that you just be thrown off, removed. The anointing is the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. Thank you, Lord. Just lift up your hands, please. I lead you, I lead you into your prayer. Say, Father. Say it, Father. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. I humble myself before you, asking you, Father, to forgive me for every disobedience for every lack of submission. For not seeking you. 
for not obeying you as I should in my life. Forgive me, Father, even for sins that I have no idea that I have, I have been violating your word. I ask you, Father, through your mercy and grace to forgive me. And I thank you for the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, you have said you will anoint me with fresh oil for service. I'm asking you right now, in the name of Jesus, that you may baptize me with the Holy Spirit and fire. Your anointing coming upon me mightily to help me accomplish your will for my generation. Father, I'm willing. Just lift your, keep lifting your hands. And Father, right now, in obedience to that which you have spoken to me and made it so clear to me of what to speak to your people. At this place that you have called me as a pastor in this house and anointed me to be a pastor in this place that you have called me, I release the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your people right now. Right now. The anointing in the skills that you are, they have acquired, in areas that you have called them to be in every field, to serve their generation, I lose that anointing upon them now. 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 And this anointing is removing you from those cycles of defeat, struggles even with sin, struggles with temptations. Father, thank you for provision. Thank you for turning them to a brand new person because of the anointing. Thank you for divine associations. Thank you for the people that you are feeling like there's a heat in and electricity all over your hands. That's the work of your hands. God is blessing it. Just be obedient to him in what he'll instruct you to do. I speak to businesses. I speak to jobs. I speak to employment. I speak to those even who are called into fivefold. I speak to people, to, into the lives of your people, Father, in the name, in the name of Jesus. I speak signs, wonders, miracles taking place. I speak ownership of homes. Yeah? I see that far. And I thank you for the angelic walking. The angelic walking. Go ahead and start praying in your... If you've never been baptized, the Holy Ghost speak, speak in tongues, go ahead and start speaking in tongues. You who's baptized, the Holy Ghost just pray in tongues. Oil, oil, oil upon you. Oil, the oil coming upon you. 
that emblem of the Holy Spirit. For that which has had friction, that had, had rust, the oil, the oil from heaven is removing that. And there are new thoughts that we'll start receiving. New thoughts that you couldn't perceive before. If I'm giving you the ability to dream again. The dreams that have been taken away, have been stolen. Some look like they had stagnated. For your father says this, you'll start dreaming again, for this anointing has come upon you. For things that are becoming alive, that which had, had stalled, things that had, uh, had stalled, they're becoming alive now, and there is a, a forward move, a forward progress. This anointing is to enable you to progress. So I speak in the anointing of the head of the church, whom I am the under-shepherd, and I speak the increase of this anointing as you obey him. And there shall be favor that you have desired to, to be a partaker of. The favor of God shall increase upon you. For there are people that have looked at you in contempt. But now the favor of God has come. And there is an individual, maybe individuals, you had gone to a place and the, the door was slammed right in front of you. God is saying this, go back, go back for I have opened that door for you. That door, I see it, I see it, I almost say, and I almost see to be a lady. But you, he was ears to hear. You can be a partaker of that. But I see that a door had been slammed in front of you. And the Lord says this, I've gone ahead of you, go back. Go back, don't fear. I'm with you and I've gone before you and made that crooked place straight. I've opened the door and no one can shut it. Thank you, Lord. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Just thank him. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that has been given in generations here. Father, Dr. Jerry Savilla has come right here and he say he acknowledges this house carrying his seal of apostleship. There's been anointings upon Pastor Sweden Carl. And I stand actually the shoulders of these people. And as you have called me in my place and in my generation, I release this anointing upon your people. Receive it even concerning your homes, husband and wives, the friction that has been in between you. God is coming in. God is coming in. And every one of you will take their place and you realize your marriage becoming, is becoming ease. And ease because two are better than one is the word of God and nothing else is acceptable 
in the kingdom of God. Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace in this. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.